Rant and rave and misbehave. It's Rhyme and Reason 811. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Hey there, Tony here. And yeah, I'm going to rant and rave a little bit this time. So this will be a short episode. I won't put you through a ton of it. And uh, although I can't speak for him, especially since he's got other things on his mind besides music these days, I think Buddy Holly would back me up on this. If you've never heard of Buddy Holly or you don't know any of his music, I know that reference is going to be way over your ears. But anyway, my rant and rave is about your rants and raves. Yeah. Well, you're included if you've posted anything on social media or elsewhere about the sad state of contemporary Christian music. If you've been one of those, and I've read some of you, I think, listening to this, who'd listen to this on a regular basis, I've read some of the things you've said in some of the places about the sad state of contemporary Christian music and praise and worship music. And I've read lots of comments about how the music offered up in churches and on the radio is repetitive. That's a word that people use over and over, uh, ironically and empty, and repetitive, in case I hadn't mentioned that before. But in spite of all those commentaries from the bleachers, I still see most churchgoers still going to those churches, to those churches, that they do that. And they still endure those syrupy, up-and-down, namby-pamby, limp-wristed love songs week after week. And then they go back home to post a rant about it on Facebook. And most of those churchgoers still buy, on those rare times when they actually buy, music from those celebrity Christians, the ones who were making those songs and producing those songs. Instead of seeking out singer-songwriters who add meat to the musical message. Meat. Christian meat. And I think it's because it's easier to listen to and buy from the status quo that doesn't judge you and doesn't make you feel guilty. And it's uncomfortable sometimes to listen to and buy from singer-songwriters who deliver up God's Word in a way similar to the Apostle Paul. If you've never read any of his letters, I recommend that. If you go into a Bible and you look over toward the right side of the Bible as you're opening it up, look for the writings that uh, it looks like he's writing to a bunch of different nations, and it kind of is, but it's, it's towns, cities, whatever, and nations. But he's writing to people from the Romans all the way through some guy named what a lot of people would say Philemon, Philemon. And those are all Paul's, Paul's letters. And you'll see that sometimes he rants and raves kind of the way I'm doing, driving the point home. I know it's self-serving of me to rant and rave this way about music and the state, the sad state of it in uh, Christian churches, because, yeah, I consider myself to be a singer-songwriter from the meat market side of Christian music. But here's the thing. I don't want you, I absolutely don't want you to buy my music or my books or anything else that I do if you prefer today's sugar-coated Christianity, that might hurt your teeth, if that's your preference. My meat might hurt your teeth, and that would be a spiritual reference anyway. 
I absolutely don't want you to buy anything from me until you see if what I say lines up with the Bible, because anytime I don't line up with the Bible, I'm wrong. And that's despite what stupid people like Andy Stanley say, it's still God's Word, the Bible is. So if what I say or sing doesn't sync with the Bible, then what I say or sing is wrong, like I said, period. There's no debating that. So as you can see, I do have a rather hot-blooded opinion about this because I see so many people talking about why isn't anybody writing music like they did in the old hymns where you get a little bit of fire and brimstone even. Well, there is. There's at least one person that I know of who's doing that, and that would be me. But don't buy my stuff. Please, don't buy it if that's not what you truly want. And not everything that I write is hitting you over the head. It's not that, I'm not saying that at all. But I do have a lot, I don't do a lot of the repeat thing and the breathy singing and the, you know, love, 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 love. The love comes through in a much different way, the more powerful way, like it did through Paul and Jesus. I hope this wasn't stepping on your toes, you, my good listener. I hope it wasn't you. I hope I wasn't writing and talking about you. But there are a lot of people who, they buy into that whole invisible song machine kind of thing. The times will come in everyone's life when changes have to occur, The reasons could be obvious, or they might even be a blur. One of those times is happening now. It's somewhere behind the scenes where the melodies quickly become invisible song machines. Value is lost down deep in a world increasingly wanting free. So I'm moving my music around to places listeners can see. Places where I think they'll connect with those who connect with me. If you believe I've got it all wrong, then... Certainly, by all means, continue to get your free songs from Invisible Song Machines. Okay, there's my rant and my rave served up in here in the Rhyme and Reason podcast, where I thank you so much for tuning in. It's always brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, where I have all kinds of meat offering over over there. And uh, just go and check it out, TonyFunderberg.com. As always, remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. Is the rhyme and reason.